Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are stories about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. If one is good, two may be worse. Mrs. K was referred to me from her rheumatologist due to her having vertigo and falls. Her medical history was incredibly complicated with diabetes and ravages thereof, rheumatoid arthritis, with the usual accompanying cardiovascular disease, stroke at an early age, with the presentation as a seizure, migraines, and congenital hearing loss, all part of her past medical history. Complicating all of this was that she'd been seen by a number of healthcare providers who'd, one way or the other, moved on and left her in the care of what we used to call the medical record, rather than a clinician, since someone else would be trying to put all the pieces together at some point. Her rheumatologist had tried to make sense of it all, but in the end left it in the hands of various clinicians who'd come and gone with the patient being worse for wear. When I saw the patient, she was with her husband, a calm, soft-spoken, yet pointed individual who relayed some of this history to me along with his poignant dissatisfaction of the circumstances. The patient was also concerned due to the fact that she felt like she was always falling over and that that postural instability she described was almost constant. Both she and her husband were artists, and they had limited resources and were at the mercy of the state's Medicaid system, although now they had just converted to Medicare given their ages had reached coverage. As we went through the history, it was very clear that rather than true vertigo, what the patient was experiencing was lightheadedness, something I described previously in this podcast. Nonetheless, as we went through her story, the most complicated thing was the number of medications the patient was taking and the various dates when these were started. In evaluating the patient's seizure medications, I noted she was on three separate ones and that each had been started by different clinicians on different dates. When I asked the patient if she had experienced seizures through these medications, she noted that she had indeed had seizures, but it was the feeling of postural instability that she was told was related to a seizure. Her husband chimed in that none of the doctors was a neurologist and that they had been either family practice doctors or nurse practitioners and that he had asked for a neurology consult for months. And in fact, it had taken about a year to fit the patient into the clinic where I had the earliest available appointment. His white hair and beard shook slightly when he described this and the annoyance was evident in his voice. Why does the medical system seem so hobbled when it comes to specialists? He asked with clear irritation. You know, lots of people say it's better in the U.S. for health care since you wait in other places. I don't think you wait this long over the border in Canada. I felt his pain and knew that he was right. We can't see patients quickly enough, and our system in the U.S. isn't really patient-friendly. Cutting through red tape and getting access just isn't easy and problematic when you are sick as well. I don't know why it took so long, Mr. K, I noted apologetically. The clinical schedulers do the best they can. Mrs. K responded, we don't ask for much. I just don't want to fall. I agreed with her and we continued the painstakingly detailed assessment of her lightheadedness and her medications, which I thought were at least playing a role in the issue. As we went through each medication, start date, who started it, 
the symptoms associated with the need for the medication, if any, it became apparent that the seizure medications were probably not started for seizures, but for complicating symptoms and were probably aggravating the situation. The patient had not had a classic seizure for over a year, and even that was a mild event. It was not without some major annoyance by the patient and her husband that we untangled this history, and I only had a few minutes to do the physical examination before I outlined my impression that it was multiple medications, or as we say, polypharmacy in the business, that was causing her symptoms. That is, it was we, her doctors, that had created her syndrome. This was not just a side effect of the medications, but one related to the healthcare system in general. While apologizing, I described a taper regimen that I wanted to implement, and I committed to the patient and to her husband that we get to the bottom of the situation one way or the other. The patient was hopeful, but her husband was more skeptical, saying, we'll see, based on how she does, but I do appreciate your thoroughness, but we'll see. So we embarked on a taper, first of one of the older seizure medications, and when I saw the patient again, about a month later, she noted that she did feel better. I think I'm getting better when I have to take less medication, she quipped to me during our visit together. Her husband didn't really say anything, but just nodded as his wife spoke. While I didn't take this as necessarily a good or a bad sign, I felt it was at least acknowledgement that he was agreeing with her. When I saw her again, after her second medication was tapered, and she was only taking one medication, the patient was smiling and actually excited to see me. I have to say, doctor, I didn't think it was just the medications, but I don't have any more of the dizziness, she exclaimed happily. And I don't feel like I'm going to have a seizure, like I don't have any auras. I was extremely happy about this and told the patient that. I appreciate what you've done here, said the patient's husband. It took a lot of patience to figure this out. I noted to both Mr. and Mrs. K that she had been a victim of the system and that I was doing nothing that anyone else would do given the time. Nonsense, doctor. I'm just happy she's feeling better, said the patient's husband. I told the patient that we'd follow up again, very pleased that working together, we were able to make the patient improve. A couple of days later, I found a box on my desk. It was from Mr. K. Inside, there was an incredibly detailed hand-carved beaver and a note. To Dr. Liang, my work is inspired by nature. The beaver is one of the hardest workers in the forest. It builds and constantly shapes its dam in order to ensure it's perfect for its inhabitants. From now on, I will think of you every time I see a beaver. Your diligence is much appreciated. We as doctors try our hardest, but can get swallowed up by a machine, at least in the United States. We have to remember that on the other side of the desk is a patient who needs our help, and that includes protecting them from the slings and arrows of a medical system that doesn't necessarily make it easy to navigate to the detriment of our patients. Iatrogenesis is, by definition, the induction of medical illness from examination or treatment. As such, the atrogenesis of the system 
is just as bad as any other medical condition. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.